listening to the Reality Steve podcast with your host, Reality Steve. He's got all the latest info and behind-the-scenes juice in Peter's season of The Bachelor and interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. Now, here's Reality Steve. What's up, everyone? Welcome to podcast number 165. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in this week. We are back on the Bachelor bandwagon as we do finally have a contestant from years past uh, on this episode. It was from Brad Womack's first season, Jenny Croft Bottolato, and you will hear from her momentarily. I do want to mention a couple things here. Before we get started, I mentioned yesterday in my podcast that my schedule the next couple few days is going to be a little bit off. Um, unfortunately, I had a death in the family. Uh, my aunt, who lives in New York, my dad's only sister, passed this past Monday night, and I'm headed to New York for the weekend for the services. And um, I know the mass is on Monday night or Monday sometime during the day. So I'll be in a hotel. I probably will watch the show on Monday night. Um, because we have family stuff going on all weekend and, um, I, uh, I think I'm sure I'll have some recap up, but will it be a full recap where I break down everything and the Sydney and Victoria P versus Alea pool party fight? Like, I don't know if I'm going to be in the right mindset to do stuff like that. Um, but I will have a few things here and there and any notes that happened. Um, uh, you know, I'll be sure to put in, in Tuesday's column. I'll have something up on Tuesday, but, um, I did want to notify you of that. It's, uh, you know, it sucks, you know, stuff happens and, uh, it's going to be really hard this weekend. And, uh, you know, I, my aunt was a great woman. Um, she was a huge Howard Stern fan, like nonstop. I can't tell you how many times my aunt would tell me you need to get on Howard Stern's show. He talks about the bachelor all the time. I don't listen to Stern, but I know he is a bachelor fan and talks about it. And uh, my aunt would constantly tell me you need to get on that show. Um, but, um, this all happened somewhat quickly. Um, we, we, we kind of knew it was coming and, um, unfortunately it happened this past, uh, this past Monday. So, um, yeah, so that's where I'm at. Um, I'm going to be out of town, uh, starting tomorrow. Uh, I get back late Tuesday night, so we'll definitely have a reader emails column. It's just Tuesday's column. I just don't know what I'll be up for uh, in terms of writing. But um, uh, thank you in advance to anybody who will send the condolences. I, I appreciate it. Um, I do want to get to one quick bachelor note from yesterday. Um, so in yesterday's column, I put out that, you know, the whole golf bag thing on TikTok. And I'm just like, look, this is just, it's nothing. It's First off, I had numerous people email me today and say, Steve, I looked into it for you. It's not even the same bag, so we can throw that out. It's not the same bag. However, um, today, the new uh, TikTok golf bag is uh, Seed to Mountain, which is Peter's charity, which is uh, the executive of Seed to Mountain is his friend Courtney. And yes, Madison follows Courtney. Madison has commented on Courtney's posts from Seed to Mountain and on Courtney's personal Instagram However, what a lot of people are forgetting is Courtney, and maybe you didn't see her, Courtney, Courtney and her husband were at the one-on-one date that Maddie was on with the parents' wedding vow renewal because they know Peter and they know the family. So Maddie met her at that, at that uh, date. 
So it's not hard to believe that she would come home and maybe befriended her on that date and um, follows her. So just want to put that out there for every, for the 500 that I got about uh, TikTok. Uh, I got another 500 yesterday about, hey, Maddie commented on uh, Peter's friends. Why would she do that if she wasn't the winner? It's like, great. That doesn't mean she's the winner. Just means that she knows who Courtney is because they met on the one-on-one date. So just wanted to throw that out there. Hopefully people that are listening will not ask me about it more because there's nothing about that that absolutely 100%. Because what I'm looking for right now, I'm looking for absolutes. I'm looking for this means that they are together, whoever Peter is with. Not, hey, I've got this clue and this could be if you look at it this way. No, I, 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 I'm past that point. I don't care about any guesses. I don't care about predictions. I don't care about it because... I can make a case. I could absolutely 100% make a case that Peter is with Madison right now. Not like right now in this moment, but just that's the one he's with. I could also make an even stronger case that he's with Hannah Ann. So it comes down to what proof can anyone show me that Peter is with somebody. And the golf bag and Seed to Mountain, you know, comments and likes and Maddie commenting on Courtney's page, it doesn't, there's nothing about that that says, yes, this means Peter and Maddie are together. Neither do golf bags. So that's all I'm looking for at this point. But just wanted to get that out of the way. Let's get started. Um, This is a good one. Another trip down memory lane. I, I enjoy these, especially with somebody that we've never had on the podcast before and who was involved in the only sing, only season in the history of the show that ended with someone saying, no, I choose neither of you. So uh, let's get started. Podcast number 165. Okay, let's uh, bring in our guest right now. You saw her on Brad Womack's first season of The Bachelor as one of two finalists that was let go at the final rose ceremony. Only time in history of the show that the lead got to the end and pulled a Kelly Taylor and said, uh, I choose me. Uh, It's Jenny Croft Battalotto. Jenny, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. And I have a lot to get to here, but I don't even want to talk Bachelor first. I am really fascinated by your dancing career. And uh, <laughs> okay. I, I, want to t- I want to talk about that stuff first. So Let's your, do it. your background clearly is, is dancing and you've danced for, let me see if I get this right. You've danced for the Miami Heat, the Dallas Cowboys and the Phoenix Suns. Was that, was it correct? And is that the order? You yes. Did? Yes. I also danced for the uh, WNBA team here, the Phoenix Mercury. Mercury. Okay. So that was the order. You first, you first with the heat and then. Nope. Oh, okay. Cowboys. I did Cowboys 2002 to 2005 and then 05 to 06 in Miami and then 06 to 09 in uh it, for, with the Suns, but in between those seasons, this about the same time that I filmed The Bachelor, I was also doing Dancing for the Mercury. <laughs> okay, so after The Bachelor, did you go back to Dancing with the Suns, or was that it? Yeah, I okay. I cheered for two more years. Oh, okay. So they did. Were you instantly recognized? Was this something that you had to deal with? Oh, it was so fun. Every time, like, at the games, we'd be standing at the doors waiting for all the fans to come in, and they'd be like, oh, my God, Jenny! And I I literally took thousands of pictures every game, but it was so much fun. Okay, so you were a dancer, obviously, I'm assuming, all your life as a kid growing up. Is this something you always wanted to do? Did you always want to dance for a professional team? 
no matter what the score? I start I started dancing when I was three and and I cheered and danced all the way through college. And in college, my cheer coach said, Let's try out for the Cowboys. And I was like, Okay. So we drove down and tried out and I made it and then the rest is history. <laughs> it was so much fun. Where did you live when you were in Dallas? Uh, I lived in Valley Ranch. Oh, you lived in Valley Ranch. Okay. Yeah, so right next to the practice. Yeah. Okay. So you were out there, and that was your first one. Now, was the DCC show a thing back then, or was it just starting, or was it after you it, left? It was my third year. So the very first season of making the team was my last season with the Cowboys. Okay, so you were on that season. Okay, so when you were on Brad's season, there was some – uh, people that had to have recognized you from. Hey, I think that girl was on the DCC show, right? Did people? I don't. I mean, I don't remember anyone ever saying anything. Oh, I okay. mean, I know we talked about me being a Cowboys cheerleader, but when I was on the show, everyone talked about me being a current Phoenix Suns dancer. Okay, gotcha. Um, and I don't want to. You know, I'm not gonna diminish the two NBA dancing jobs by any means, but the, the, the Dallas Cowboy cheerleader stuff I'm sure is one that had to be kind of the tops, not only because the fact that you cheer for you're cheering at a stadium versus an arena, but it's, you know, it's the Dallas freaking Cowboys. Uh, it was that something it's America's <laughs> team. Like, was that something that when you look back on it, you were like, wow, cause that's a very small sorority, so to speak. Yes. I, I mean, I will say it was probably the, most amazing time of my life. I yeah. did. I was on the U.S. or I did U.S.O. tours. So I was on show group. I did nine U.S.O. tours. We traveled to Korea, Japan, Iceland, England, Belgium, all over the world, yeah. and performing at the games and then practices and appearances were amazing. And we would fly all over the United States just to go sit and sign autographs. It was just like un- it was unbelievable. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> I mean, it is something that. Um... I know that um, someone that I've become friends with from the Real Housewives of Dallas, Brandy Redman, is a former dancer. Uh-huh. I um, cheered with Brandy. Oh, you did? Oh, wow. I did, yeah. Okay. Um, she always has one game a year where she goes back with her family and with a lot of the alums from Yes, DCC. so it's usually at the beginning of October we have an alumni game where we all go back and get to go on the field, and it's just pretty amazing to you, see all, all the women it? that used to be a part of it. I've gone... I haven't gone in the last two years. It's all, I have three kids now. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really hard to get back there, but I go whenever we don't have you know something already planned or scheduled. Yeah, and I, I, that was other something else I wanted to uh, to bring up is that you recently tried out for the Arizona Cardinals squad as a mother of three, and and I know why you did it, but I want you to share your uh, share your story with others. Of I will. I would love to. Yeah. Um, gosh, it was January. My husband and I did a... So I've had three kids at this point. Like my... Your body is totally out of whack after you have three kids. But we... My husband and I did this 40-day diet with a weight loss clinic here. Not that I needed to lose a ton of weight, but I wanted to feel like like I did before. Um, but I lost a lot of weight. I started dancing more at the gym, working out. Um, I felt better about myself. I had so much energy. My back stopped hurting and I don't know what 
I met this friend four years ago here in Arizona, and she used to cheer for the Seattle Seahawks, and we would go to dance every single day at the gym, and we decided, like, let's try out. <laughs> let's see if we can do it. So um, I just literally put everything into it and thought, I'm going to be 40 this year. And I feel better than I ever have. I feel like I even look better than I ever have. Yeah. So I decided to just go for it. I didn't make it. Yeah. However, I don't know if I'm actually done. <laughs> really? You going to try out again? I mean, it might be a secret, but maybe. Because <laughs> <laughs> so I would think tryouts for football. I mean, football season is going to end in a couple weeks here. Right. Uh, when... Tryouts are usually in March. In March. Okay. Yeah. Which brings me to uh, a kind of a, a related point in Bachelor Nation land. Uh, someone okay. that I'm friends with, someone a former a former podcast guest, Cat Hurd, uh, tried out for the Phoenix Suns, and you were a judge this season that Cat made the Phoenix Suns dance team. Yes. How crazy is that? But you didn't. I know, but you didn't know her at the time. So, you had no. I idea. didn't know her at the time, and I also didn't know she was trying or going to become the Bachelor either. But we yeah. actually became friends after that. Just something to like, oh my God. And you know what's funny is I always said like, why didn't that girl make make it? She was so amazing and so beautiful. So yeah, I was really bummed that she didn't make it. But no. you know what? Life takes you places. I was going to say, it's just such a small, um, you know, bachelor, you know, a, a link to Bachelor Nation. It is. And the bachelor world is kind of small, but it's also like the and professional cheerleader world is also... It's very similar. Like everybody kind of knows who everybody is and where you cheered and that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. I, I, you know, one thing when you talk about possibly, you know, trying out again and and let's just say, you know, you make it as a 40 year old mother of three. I, I, <laughs> that sounds so weird, doesn't it? I know that. I mean, I, I know people who um, I've known people in the past who were on the Dallas Mavs dance squad, which has since been eliminated. But. It's another story for another day. Um, they, there's a lot of practice time that goes into that. It's not just hey, you know, a couple hours here during the week and show up for the games. Like this is something to where I would think as a mother, your schedule is going to get thrown out of whack if you have dance practice probably five nights you a week. You are correct. And I think that's something that my husband kept saying, like, are you sure you can handle this? You're already busy enough. Yeah. And I feel like the thing with me is I've always I've never really I've always been a yes girl mm -hmm. so if there's like an opportunity I'm I always say yes and I will figure it out and I have an amazing mom an amazing family and we have friends and I, I guarantee that we could find a way to make it all work all right I want to move on to bachelor stuff um, okay we uh we as I mentioned in the beginning you were on Brad Womack's first season which was 2007 <laughs> crazy to think of um it filmed it filmed uh, around june or july of 2007 premiered in september that's when the show started at a completely different time than it does now now it films september to november and airs in january so first off how did you get cast for that show was this a show that you watched all the time and you openly did it yourself or did someone nominate you how did it come about for you no so i um it's so crazy i think i maybe saw one or two seasons of it before i did it um but 
they're the I'm I'm part of Ford models out here mm-hmm. and they said, Hey Jenny, they have a casting and we think you should go. And at the time I was kind of not well, I wasn't with my ex boyfriend and he didn't really want to get back with me and I thought, Well, why not go? So I went in, my very best friend was here and she went and did the little filming where we went to gosh, an office building in Old Town. Mm -hmm. And we sat there and they filmed us and then sent in the video. So, and then just went from there. It was so fast from there. Like, they're like, you're on. This is what you need to do. You're flying here. You're flying there. (laughs) Wow. Um, What was your thing, if you did anything? I don't think the the limo entrances were as crazy back then, but what do you remember what you did out of the limo for Brad? I do. I, I mean, all I did was get out of the limo and walk up to him. And I remember I had a headband on. It was so strange. Every time I watch it, I'm like, <laughs> why did I wear that? But I walked up and I was put my hand out and shook his hand. I was like, hi, I'm Jenny. I'm from Wichita, Kansas. And that's pretty much it. And then we <laughs> hugged and <laughs> I went inside. And that's where you were. You weren't in Arizona at that time? Or you I was in Arizona, yeah. Okay, but I was, you just but, said your hometown. Yeah. Right from, okay, gotcha. mm-hmm. So once you were inside on that cocktail party the first night and you're just kind of looking around the room and sizing everyone up, did you think, did anybody stand out? Was Deanna a standout at that point to you? Like she's going to be competition or what were your I, thoughts? Honestly, I, gosh, I don't even remember. I'm just, I've another circle back to being on an NBA or NFL team is you're so, you're so used to being around lots of talented, beautiful women all the time that you walk into a room like that. And it's not really that big of a deal. So I wasn't like, I don't know. I didn't think, Oh my gosh, she's my competition. Like it it wasn't like that for me. It was almost like, hi, I'm Jenny. What's your name? (laughs) And (laughs) And it's funny because back then, you know, looking at it, um, it's it was also a little bit different. You did have 10, 25 women on the show. However, on the first night back then, they go from 25 down to so 15. Like, yeah, it was real. A lot of yeah. girls went home. So they're usually not down to 15 until about the fourth episode now. Right. But you guys only have an eight-episode season back then. So that was also different. So it kind of actually is kind of the same if you do the numbers yeah. now and play it out. However, um, when I was doing research on that season, because I remember bits and pieces, mostly the end. I think uh, anybody that remembers Brad Womack's first season. They remember the end. They remember the end. Like, (laughs) I can't tell you about dates and stuff like that. But when I was looking on Wikipedia, I did not realize you got the first impression rose. I did. (laughs) I got the first impression rose and I got the first kiss. Oh, did you kiss him that night when he gave it to you or not? No, actually, we I didn't. We didn't kiss until the we had a beach date at the Kodak. uh, uh, (laughs) I don't even know mansion on the beach in Malibu. Um, And we kissed. And that's when you kissed. Um, Yeah. yeah, Now it's like. If he's not making out with three or four women on the first night, it's like almost a disappointment. Yeah, that's crazy to me. But yeah, back then, it, nobody got kisses on the first night. Even first impression no. rose, it was just like, give I her mean, the rose and hug her. Like, that was it. Yeah, I would I would have kind of felt awkward if he went in for a kiss on the first night. <laughs> Did you, Um, I, I, there's no need to run through the, you know, I'm not going to run through the episode by episode stuff of your season, but 
What was your first? I'm sh- I'm assuming you got a one on one that season, right? I did. Where did where was your one on one too? What'd you guys do? So we actually, it was so funny, and everyone was like so mad that I got picked for it. But we uh, helicopter landed on the lawn at the mansion, and I jumped in with him, and we took a helicopter ride to downtown LA, and landed on the top of a building, and we had dinner, and it was just, it was wonderful. And they were all mad at you for that because you got a helicopter. Everyone's date. mad. Yeah. <laughs> who who at the time when you were fi- during filming, like who were you closest with in the mansion? Like who were your best friends from the show? Um. Oh my goodness. I mean, I was really close to everyone. Hillary was. I was really close with Hillary. Oh my god. Wait, Hillary. Hillary's the one that put the uh, asparagus in her teeth or whatever. Is that? On yeah, her she day? was the. She was the. She was so funny, and she was. Um, she's the one that he kind of put in the friend zone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm, I fun, mean, the, the funny thing is, I'm looking. The- I'm looking at Wikipedia right now, and just looking at the names of the 25 women on your season they, they yeah. don't have last names so I, I mean some of these girls names sound familiar but if you lined up their faces without their names i probably could you'd know exactly you know exactly who they were uh, i, I uh, obviously you and diana and bettina i would know sheena does not ring a bell and she finished uh, but sheena four. is she actually has We've always kept in touch, and she has lots of kiddos like I do, and she's been out here to Arizona. She came over one time, and we just kind of sat and reminisced, and she has such a catch. Like, he totally missed that one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, McCartan, I remember that name because it's just just an odd first name. I mean, McCartan. Right, McCartan and Tiana were really, like, best friends on the show. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm just looking at without their last names. I'm like, oh gosh, I don't remember. Um, Delaney. Yeah. Um. So hometown dates. Back then, was it? It was still four home. Four girl. Four women got hometowns, right? Right. How did your hometown go in Wichita? So we did. Um. We stopped at Century Two, which is um where I grew up having dance competitions and all of that stuff. And I danced for him on the stage. And <laughs> I mean, like that's what I do. So. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then we went to my mom's hair salon and had a little meal with them. And my mom washed his hair and and my grandma was there who after the show had passed away. Um, but it was pretty awesome. Mm. I mean, I thought it went really well, but you know, <laughs> when you basically are finished with hometowns and you're at the final four rose ceremony, were you pretty confident that you were making it to final three or were you up in the air because you just didn't yeah. know about his other relationships with um no i was confident i i i was confident all the way until the moment he told me that i was going home because okay. i literally thought he was gonna pick me okay so before we get to the final <laughs> rose ceremony part i want to just mention overnights back then were different in that the places you went the three women went to three different locations for overnights correct or were you in the same place and like where did you go for your overnight date? I don't well, I don't even, I don't even remember the hotel. But well, we like what all, city were you we, in? We were in Cabo. Okay. We so all stayed in the same hotel and we weren't really supposed to go out of our rooms. Yeah. Um 
Deanna and I did venture out one night and like grabbed a bottle of wine and went on the beach and just sat there and chit chatted. Um, but I don't, I don't know where their overnight dates were. Okay, mine so, was at the same hotel. Okay, so if you, if all you three were there, then it was earlier when they used to do that. Okay, so that could have been, for all I know, been in the first season where they started to be like, okay, yeah, the, the overnight dates we're going to do them all in the same location, like the same yeah. country or city. So, yes. Okay, so they were all there. Okay, I thought maybe it was before. No, I think, yeah, they were all in Cabo. I just didn't know. I don't know if they were at the same hotel or gotcha. where. Now, going into final rose ceremony day, based on what you just said, when you woke up that morning, you were confident he was picking you at the end. Confident. I woke up with a little bit of a migraine, but I was like, <laughs> I do remember that. And I thought, hmm, this might be a sign. <laughs> But, um, no, I had no reason to think that he was not going to pick me. Did he say something during overnights that made you think, like, oh, okay, I kind of got this? No, it wasn't even that. It was just, it wasn't even, any, he didn't really say anything like that. It was just more of, I guess, like the time we had together. Yeah. So when he didn't choose you, were you clear on why he didn't? Were you satisfied with his answer? Um, actually I thought until the, after the final row show, cause this, these were like really separated at the time, like yeah. back then they weren't like back to back like this. Um, after, until I, oh my gosh, I can't even remember how it happened. So I was at after the final rows when I, they made me sit in the room and watch the end of the final episode before it aired. And, um, I was like, oh my God, he didn't pick her. What? <laughs> Wait a second. From, so he doesn't pick you. You're escorted away, put in a car, sent home. Yeah. And I went home and yeah. And you had, on with my life. You had no idea he wasn't with the, De- you had no idea no he didn't pick Deanna? idea. The whole time I thought he picked her like, okay, he picked her like they're on their thing or whatever. And then when we went to go film after the final rose, they showed me a video of the final rose ceremony before it aired yeah. and said, and they were like, what do you think? And I'm like, he really didn't pick her either. <laughs> like, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> ah, that's, I mean, that would never happen today. Now these girls, you know, are talking to each other the second they get off the show. So, uh, yeah. So you and Deanna had never exchanged numbers to where you were like, Hey, like you never thought to reach out to Deanna. Like I, Hey, I didn't get picked. You must, when I you must was be on with The him. Bachelor, we didn't even have social media. Like, I didn't yeah. have a Twitter. I didn't have a Facebook. I think I may have started a. Um, what was that other one? I can't MySpace. remember. MySpace after the fact, but we didn't have social media or anything like that yeah. <laughs> back in the day. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I mean, it was 2007. <laughs> Facebook really wasn't a major thing back then. It was MySpace. No. Uh-uh. Um, I really didn't get a Facebook until maybe 2008. Okay. And obviously Instagram and Twitter were not a thing in 2007. So no. it is crazy to think that you just, even without that, even without social media, it's just crazy to think that you had, nobody ever came to you or said anything or you heard through any of the other women. That, nothing. Like, wow. Nothing. Wow. I didn't, I mean, we weren't, we didn't exchange numbers. We weren't like super friendly then. You know, I don't know. I just was like, all right, well, you didn't pick me, so what's next? <laughs> so here's something that is either 
this is either an urban legend or some sort of myth, or maybe you actually admitted this in an interview and it's just a known fact, but it's been okay. so long that I can't remember. Did you say in an interview or is it just something that has been in my head for the longest time that you were picked up at the airport coming back from the show by your ex-boyfriend? Yeah, I don't even remember that, but I remember reading it. Okay. But no, he he wouldn't have picked me up from the airport. No. Okay, so he didn't. So that didn't happen. <laughs> because I'm but telling I you, this is I do remember like... reading that too, and I think, yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's not what happened. You weren't picked up by the at the airport by your ex-boyfriend because I no. think that's been a running like, thing. Like down the line, like we had got back together, we got engaged, and then we broke up. And Oh, I didn't you know. Okay, didn't know that. Um, how, so how soon after... You got, like, when the show was airing, were you already back together with him? Yes. Okay, that's probably maybe why people... That might be it, yeah. Okay. Were you making it known, or was it, like... No, well, I was trying not to. Like, we didn't go anywhere together. Oh, okay. (laughs) Wow, that's crazy. Okay. I know, right? Okay, so I didn't realize you... The engagement didn't happen while the show was airing, did it? No, 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 no. (laughs) That would have given something major away. No. Um, so, okay. So you, you get back with him at some point after you get back from filming, you get engaged that ends. Um, when you're watching it back and you're looking at yourself and you're, is there anything that caught your eye in terms of, wow, I didn't realize I did that. I said that, or when you were watching it back, was it pretty much how you remembered filming going? It was exactly how I, I always say, like, I feel like a lot of girls will say like they portrayed me differently than I really acted or than I really am. I'm not really that way. I didn't really say that, but I can honestly say when I watch the show back, everything that they aired is exactly how I remember it with exception to one thing. I was crying one night. And they showed me, like, back behind a camera, trying not to be seen, like, trying to be discreet about it. And then they, like, the next scene is a whole bunch of girls sitting on the couch staring one way. And it looks like I'm, like, looking back at them. And it's there why I'm crying, but it wasn't. Um, So I'm like, that's not really how that happened. But everything else I remember thinking, like, I they, like, portrayed me and went through the whole the whole show exactly how I remember it. It's interesting because I think they do take certain liberties nowadays uh, with things and show things kind of out of order to make it seem right. like something doesn't happen when it really didn't. Like you said, the, sure. the incident that you talk about. Um, yeah. It's like I wasn't crying because of those girls on the couch, but me watching it back, that's what it looks like. Yeah. And that's a very, I mean, that's just something pretty small in, in the grand yeah, scheme of things. Totally. Um, one thing that um, I did notice and, you know, currently going on, well, before we get to that, I, I that wasn't the end of, I don't want to say the end of you and Brad, but when Brad was asked back for a second season of The Bachelor, you and Deanna showed up on his first night. We get, did. We got get, to do. Like, give him a little pep talk. We got to go back and grill him. Yeah. You got to give him a little pep talk. Did you, did you guys get to hang out at the cocktail party and meet the women or was it just a private conversation with Brad that we all saw? Uh, no, it was just the private conversation with Brad. And actually that was the first time I had seen him since. Oh, wow. Or talked to him or anything. Um, but when Deanna was on the bachelorette, I got to go and interview 
like all the guys for her. Oh, that's right. You went on her season. Yeah, too. Oh, okay. it was so fun. Now, with Brad, where were you in your life relationship wise when you went back and uh, had that? You're going to have to remind me what year that was. <laughs> yeah. So that would have been. Um, uh, that uh, that would have been uh, 2000 and it was season 15, but they weren't doing bachelorette seasons in between. I think they were doing two bachelor seasons a calendar year back then. So I want to say that was 09. Let me double check though. Um, so bachelor that, so your season was season 11 and then Brad's second season was season 15. And that was looking it up now. That was first episode aired January of 2011. So it would have filmed probably the schedule that are on now, September of 2010. So I was married. Okay, so you were already married at that point. Well, no, well, I got married October third, two thousand ten. Oh, okay, so it was probably. So you did that before the wedding. Okay, got it. But you were yeah. So right before I get married, yeah. Gotcha. Um, but I was engaged. You were engaged <laughs> at that point, and yeah. I believe, and for those that don't know, your husband um, is the team dentist for the Suns and the D backs. He is, yeah. Yeah. He also did um, when the, uh, gosh, Extreme Weight Loss was on with Chris and Heidi Powell. He did all of the uh, mouth, you know, rehabs for all of their um, before and afters. That's where I remember him from. Yeah. I, 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 I watched Chris and Heidi's show every week. And I was- I know, but it's amazing. It was- because I'm so fascinated with the production side of things, I was right. so curious about how he did so many episodes, but was living with contestants for 30 days. I'm like, wait a second. I don't, I, I couldn't figure it out. I'm, I was so thrown off by, wait a second. You this- know, I asked the same thing and then I literally think they just traveled like crazy people. Okay. Then that must've been it. And, yeah. And then I remember when you got to the, a lot of these people did ended up getting complete dental work done yes and i remember yep. and seeing that was him. my husband yeah. and i remember seeing him and seeing the name i'm like i bet i think yeah. that's jenny's husband okay yeah chris and my husband are are very good friends they go back way way back what is i'm assuming chris is still doing fitness stuff now is he doing yes you know, online uh-huh. stuff? and they live here yeah okay um so when you were dancing with the sons i'm assuming that's how you met your husband or was he it not? is yeah okay. i was a cheerleader and i worked for a dentist in Mesa, Arizona for a little while. And then I was, my coach was like, our dentist is looking for a front office person. And I was like, me. (laughs) So I got the job. I worked for him for, gosh, a little over a year. And then, you know, (laughs) now we're married with three kids. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, they, they say it's not smart to dip your pen in the company ink, but Hey, it worked for you guys. You know? yeah, well, you know, I worked for him for a year with nothing. You know, I was very professional. And then there was a moment and then I quit and I worked somewhere else. And then we got married and have have our kids now. But okay. yeah, I have nothing to do with his job or his yeah. office or his work now. So um, tell everyone the, the names and um, ages of your kids. Where I have at? Gio. He's eight years old. And then I have Tayo, who is six. 
And then I have Mia, who is he, she just turned two in November. Eight, six, and two. Um, what are the boys into? Oh, oh my gosh, my oldest Geo is he's super smart, he's just like my husband. Plays flag football. Um, just really like a he's active, a really good kid. Active kid. Yeah, and my middle child boy, who he is going to give me a run for my money. <laughs> is he is he, he involved loves, in sports? Is oh, he... he loves flag football. He plays baseball. He wants to play soccer. He's like loves dancing. Um, I mean, this kid is getting a perm later today because he wants to have that curly like faux hawk. Like he is. <laughs> He is he's something else. <laughs> and then my little girl, Mia, just started dance class. She started last week, so she had her second lesson today. Oh, nice. At two years yeah. old. Oh, she's getting, oh, she's starting even earlier oh, than she, we're gonna We're going to get her going down the same path. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that is your life now. It is picking, yes. picking up and taking two practices and dance. Correct. And, but I also yeah. own my own online boutique. So that is, oh, that, that is something what? that I try to do in the middle of being a mom and a wife and you know what is the uh, what i try is, to have my own thing what is that uh web address and what and what do you in it's beauty products no it, oh. it's a online women's clothing boutique it's called oh, pretty chic unique yeah pretty chic unique.com is the website and then we have a facebook group i think we have about almost twelve thousand members in the vip group where all the new stuff drops first um and you have to be i have to accept you into the group so there's no like you know, it's it's all people who want to shop. Um, and then, yeah, we're get, coming out with my app pretty soon. Oh, nice. Pretty chic boutique. Bo- boutique, boutique. Pretty chic unique. Oh, unique. Oh, pretty chic. Pretty chic unique. unique. <laughs> and, yep. you know, it's funny because you and I have been friends on Facebook for a really long time. And yeah. uh, I, you, uh, I, I'm going to say this. You really impressed me with how active you are as a mother of three. Um, you are, your dance classes, your dance videos at the gym, like you obviously still got it. You can still dance. I Thank think, you. I, th- I think the Cardinals should hire you. Well, not hire. I but think it, they're missing out and yeah. we're going to see what happens this year. <laughs> yes. I was going to say, like, I'm, I'm rooting for you. I, that would be, it would be a great story because there aren't many 40 year old women I that are on like NFL dance teams. I feel like what the point of it would be, would be. Just because you're a mom and just because you're 40 doesn't mean that you can't do the things that you still really love to do. And I just, I feel like that is just, I'm so passionate about being able to still be me in the midst of being a wife and a mom and a business owner. Yeah. And, you know, good luck to you on that. And in, you know, if, if you make the team. Like you said, I'll deal with that when the time comes. In terms <laughs> of my schedule. Figure it out. Yeah, I'll figure it we out. We will then. figure it out. Um, but we know it's going to be even whatever your schedule is now, however hectic it is now, it would be probably double that. If uh, I if think you know, because we have been trying to do this for a while now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I reached out to you in like October and we just <laughs> missed each other. I, well, everybody gets sick and then there's holidays and then there's this yeah. and that and you know. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad we finally got to do this, Jenny. It was a good trip down memory lane for. Yeah, absolutely. For so you fun. And the listeners, um, if you don't remember Brad's season, like I said, Brad is the only bachelor who got to the end and just chose nobody. And um, and I still really, I can't even, I can't figure it out. 
Yeah. But then here's the thing. Like me, Deanna, and Emily are all very married with lots of kids. So, yeah. And here's Brad. I mean, and I don't even know what he's doing now. Yeah. Here's Brad still doing the bar thing, opening up new bar. I mean, he's he's successful in his business ventures for sure. Um, I can't say, unless Brad is just super private and he's been with somebody for years, I don't think he's, yeah. he's definitely not married. I know that. He definitely doesn't have kids. I don't know if Brad wants that and that's just he may not yeah and which is fine and that's okay yeah and that's okay (laughs) you guys have all yeah the three women that got to his finals um you and emily and and diana all married with kids and you know brad is yeah i think emily has like five does she have like five kids i think think she's got five yeah i believe i think she has five and i have three and i think diana has two two yeah 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 and that's yeah, I mean, if Brad wants to go that route, that's perfectly okay. Um, yeah. But, you know, it does say something that 2007 was your season, and here we are in 2020, <laughs> and Brad's in the same uh, spot. You know, just like, yeah, oh, I had a mission, whatever. and here we are. Yeah, there you are. So, Jenny, thank you so much uh, for coming course. on. Good luck with the Arizona Cardinals. If you do make it, absolutely, I will uh, make note of it on the podcast and tweet it out for those that uh, are Awesome. Curious. Thank so, you. Good luck, and uh, we'll be in touch. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Well, thank you so much to Jenny for that good trip down memory lane. We're going to have another one for you, fingers crossed, hopefully uh, next week as well. It's been a while since we had a Bachelor contestant on. As I mentioned in yesterday's podcast, it's just becoming a lot tougher uh, because for whatever reason, the show is really putting the clamps down on – contestants doing podcasts and if they do allow them they're going to rachel and becca's podcast first because they are now the quote-unquote official podcast of the show so it's nothing i can do um i'm doing my best to get anybody i can on from a past season that you know you somewhat remember and you know and we'll go accordingly but um was been friends with jenny for a while on facebook i've always seen her stuff we've messaged here and there uh, I think this summer, I think it was in September or October where I was all set to have her on and her kids got sick on the day of we were supposed to record and got pushed back and then holidays came, but uh, glad to get her on finally and um, good to hear her story and hear about how everything went down with her and Brad at the end. So thank you all uh, for listening. As I said at the beginning of the podcast, um, I'll be in New York this weekend as um, my aunt has passed, and uh, I just don't know what next week's schedule is going to look like. There'll definitely be a podcast up on the, uh, next Thursday because I'm sp- supposed to be recording it today. As for the column and reader emails, because I don't get back till late Tuesday night, um, I definitely think there will be a reader emails column. I can't guarantee any sort of recap on Tuesday. Um, because I just don't know if I'm even going to be able to see the show. Um, so, yeah, uh, it's just, you know, stuff happens, and um, I'll be there all weekend and uh, dealing with that. So thank you all for tuning in. I really appreciate it, and um, this has been ep- episode number, what are we at, 165? Jesus, it's crazy. Anyway, that was episode 165. Thank you all for tuning in. Please rate, subscribe, and review in Apple Podcasts. And then we'll be back next week with podcast number 166. So until then, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. And we'll talk to you next week. See you.